This is the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best tips and strategies in the world to help you become a smarter, more effective tennis player. You'll hear interviews with pro tour doubles players and coaches, including easy-to-use lessons to improve your game and win more matches. My name is Will Bocek, founder of the Tennis Tribe, doubles strategy coach, and host of the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the show, and in today's episode, I'm going to cover 10 things you can do to keep your focus during a match. Uh, Now, all 10 of these things are um, things that I've used over the years uh, on the doubles court to try to maintain my focus, as well as uh, several things that I've learned from um, some of the top coaches across the U.S. and across the world. Um, Several of them are mental uh, specific coaches, so kind of psychologists or sports psychologists, uh, if you will, and um, also from interviewing uh, some of the top uh, doubles players in the world, I ask them, you know, how do you keep your focus on the court? Um, so uh, I'm going to have 10 things for you. Some of them you'll probably like, some of them you may not, uh, but I want to make sure that I get all these out there for you so you can try them and just see what works best for you because everybody's different. Uh, mentally. For some people, uh, number four might work. For somebody else, number eight might work and so on. So uh, we're going to go over all 10 of those. Uh, But first, um, if you're listening to this on the day it was released or on the day after, um, which is Wednesday, July 27th, um, Tomorrow, on July 28th, I'm going to be doing a doubles webinar with Craig O'Shaughnessy from Brain Game Tennis, and it's going to be a uh, a really fun um, 90-minute webinar with Q&A. So uh, before you listen to the rest of this episode, I'd like you to uh, pause it right here, cancel your private lesson for next week, and take 50 of those dollars, because I know your private lesson is more than that and put it towards this webinar. Um, I promise you that you will learn more on this webinar than you will in another private lesson. Uh, We're going to cover the most important area of the doubles court. We're going to cover why you should not follow the ball, when you should be using staggered formation with your partner, uh, the correct places to stand, uh, when is it okay to play two back versus uh, move forward? Uh, should we be serving and volleying versus serving and staying back? Um, how should we be scouting at doubles opponents, uh, which I talked a little bit about last week. I'm going to dive into that into even more detail. Uh, what are the highest percentage volley targets? Um, how can we force more uh, faults and double faults from our opponent? Uh, and a lot more. So Craig, um, Craig and I are going to be covering a lot of information on the webinar. Uh, He speaks all over the world. This is a great opportunity to learn from uh, one of the smartest uh, strategy coaches uh, on the planet. So I hope you can um, sign up and register for tomorrow. Uh, Go to thetennistribe.com slash webinars to sign up. And uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, you can join that. And without further delay, let's uh, dive into this episode. So like I said, today we're going to cover uh, 10 things that um, you can use to keep your focus on the tennis court. So um, again, 
A lot of these things I use more often than others. Some of these might work for you. Some of these may not. Uh, The point is to get them all out there so that you can kind of try these out and see what works best for you. Um, When I think about focus and staying focused on the doubles court, um, the player I I ultimately think about most is, uh, and and this is more of a singles uh, player, obviously, is Rafael Nadal. Um, When you watch pro tournaments, you'll always see um, with almost every player, they'll have a few points where it just seems like they take the point off. You know, maybe they're up 40 love or down 40 love in a game. uh, And they'll just like go for some unnecessary winner and miss, or um, they just won't run after a ball. Uh, There's several players that come to mind that do this more often than others. I won't mention them by name. Uh, but um, Nadal doesn't seem to do it. Uh, he is able to play with the same effort and same intensity throughout the match. And while uh, I don't expect you or myself to get to that level of concentration, um, we can still do things um, on the tennis court that improve our level of sustained concentration over the course of a match. Um, what we're trying to do is, is get the highest amount of concentration for each point possible. So uh, if we can sustain that concentration throughout a match, it will make us a lot more likely to win. Now, uh, before I dive into the 10 things, another um, key point here is is there really is no substitute for competitive match play. So um, I personally haven't uh, been playing a lot of competitive matches recently, and then I played um, in a tournament last week, and the first set got blown out 6-1. Um, we just weren't, uh, we didn't come out ready. Um, we were supposed to have a, another match before that that got defaulted. So it was our first match. Um, and really to, to, um, to go out there, if you haven't been playing a lot of competitive matches, you kind of have to be forgiving of yourself because, um, it's hard to sustain that concentration if you haven't been playing competitive matches. So that's, that's one thing to keep in mind as you're going out for your next match. Um, so, uh, let's, dive into the 10 things. So thing number one, uh, the first thing I like to do, this is one of my favorites, is really kind of relentlessly focus on the opponent and on strategy. So when I'm on the court, I'm constantly looking for uh, different areas of the court, different weaknesses to exploit uh, on the other side of the net. So I'm studying uh, what are they doing when they get a forehand return, a backhand return, uh, what happens when they um, have a ground stroke from the center of the court versus out in the doubles alley or even wider? Uh, what happens if I hit them a slow slice? Uh, how are they moving at the net? Um, so I'm, I'm looking at all of these things to figure out where and how should I be hitting the ball uh, and where and how should I be moving to exploit the opponent's uh, weaknesses and and their uh, strategies and tendencies. So focusing on the other side of the net and focusing on strategy can help you stay focused on the match as a whole uh, and ke- it can help you play um, better. So that's something that I like to use. Uh, thing number two, this is something you'll hear from tons of people, uh, breathing. So especially if you get nervous, um, if you're in kind of a tight moment, uh, breathing can definitely help. Um, I like to use breathing when I get frustrated. Uh, so if I 
miss a shot I should make or have a mental error where I hit the ball uh, in a certain direction and I know that was not the smart shot and I get angry with myself. Um, I like to take step back to the fence, get some shade, uh, take several deep breaths, uh, and then get back out there and, uh, and start playing again. Uh, thing number three to help you keep focus is uh, focus on the seams of the ball during the point. I think I learned this one from Jeff Greenwald from Fearless Tennis. We'll link to him uh, below in the show notes. But I uh, several years ago, I met Jeff when I was helping him and Craig O'Shaughnessy uh, create a, um, a good uh, strategy course called Getting Tight uh, that helps players play better under pressure. Uh, and I'll link to that as well. But Jeff, um, I, I think one of the things he said, I may have learned this somewhere else, I'm not positive, but uh, was focus on the seams of the ball during the point. And that will help you to um, to uh, really focus on the ball and watch the ball um, all the way to contact or near contact so that uh, you... Um, or less likely to miss hit the ball or something like that. So um, that helps you uh, kind of target your mind on something outside of I have to win this point or uh, focusing less on outcomes and focusing on um, a particular thing on the court. So um, focusing on the seams of the ball is number three. So number four, uh, focusing on footwork and getting in the right position rather than hitting. So this is something from uh, my mental toughness checklist, which is a a three-point checklist that I'll link to in the show notes as well. But something I like to do on the court is is really exaggerate my footwork, especially if it's kind of a pressure moment. Um, And that helps me get in the right position. And typically, nine times out of ten, if I'm in the right position to hit the ball, I I can hit a good shot. Um, Usually, if I hit a bad shot, it's because... My footwork was off and I wasn't in the right position. So exaggerating your footwork, taking more steps than you need to, um, focusing on that can get your mind off the match uh, or at least the outcome of the match and get your head into um, the exact moment and the exact shot that you have because really that's the only thing that you can control. Number five is don't be negative. Uh, it's okay to get frustrated for a second, but like I said earlier, what I like to do is breathe a little bit and just let it go and then get back out to the court, pump yourself up, maybe a fist pump, uh, a little bit of self-talk, let's go next point, uh, and then kind of bouncing around on your feet to get your energy back up and get a little more positivity. Um, negativity uh, is something a lot of coaches talk about. Uh, I remember when I was a junior my coaches would always tell me, you know, stop being negative, stop pouting on the court, uh, but they never told me why. And the reason why, uh, which I covered in my uh, um, How to Win More Tiebreakers podcast episode, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Um, but the reason why is that negativity um, and anger narrow your focus. So if you are on the court and you're getting angry, and your focus is narrowed, you're focusing only on yourself, then you're not going to be able to do step number one uh, that I talked about earlier, which is focusing on the opponent and focusing on strategy. So you may have an opportunity to adjust your strategy and change the course of the match, but you're far less likely to see that if you're getting frustrated and being negative. So 
uh, don't get negative. And if you do, um, do it for three, five seconds and then let it go uh, and, and come up with some system or some pattern you can use to uh, to kind of let that negativity go and get um, a little bit of positivity back uh, for your game. Number six is tell your partner exactly what you're going to do on the next point. Uh, this is a, a good one, especially if you're serving. Um, so you might say, uh, we're in the deuce court. I'm going to serve out wide uh, with a slice serve and serve and volley. Um, I'm going to serve down the tee. You poach. I'll cover the line. Um, tell them exactly uh, what you're going to do on that point. And the more specific you can get, the better. Because then from there, you're really focused on, again, focused on strategy, focused on executing a particular shot uh, and not focused on outcomes. So, um that is uh, that's a great tactic. You can also use it with returns. So you can tell your partner if you're about to return, uh, I'm going to take this one down the line or I'm going to take this one cross court uh, and get even more specific. I'm going to try to hit this one cross court and kind of deep because they're serving and staying back. Or uh, I'm going to hit this through the middle of the court because uh, I'm in the ad court and they have a backhand volley in the middle. Um, and you can tell them, you know, if, if I get this uh, ball down to their feet, or if I get this ball deep in the court, go ahead and poach and I'll uh, cover the line. So get very specific, tell your partner exactly what you're going to do. Number seven, uh, this is a good one for serving as well. Um, I played a match yesterday and did not do this one and double faulted way too much. Uh, but number seven is slow down, um, especially in big moments, especially when you're serving. Um, slow down. Uh, I see tons of double faults, including from myself yesterday, where um, you missed your first serve, you get frustrated, and you just kind of rush the second serve and you double fault. Um, If you're getting frustrated, again, step back, take a few deep breaths, slow down your motion, slow down your breathing, um, slow down everything. That can always uh, help you kind of reset and refocus. Number eight, is to kind of, uh, this is a good return one that I like to use, um, kind of bounce up on your feet. You see the pros do this all the time before a return. So um, I'll do this especially on big points when I'm uh, um, when I'm really focused and when I'm doing a good job, I'll do this before every single return that I have. Uh, I'll bounce up on my feet, kind of fist bump, tell myself this point, let's go, let's get this one. And you're bouncing up and down, you know, for maybe two, three, four, five seconds. Uh, and then you kind of get into your return position. You get into your ready position. So that kind of gets your footwork going, gets your blood flowing a little bit, uh, and, and helps you um, kind of mentally get engaged with this specific return. Um, so another way to kind of really stay in the moment there. Number nine, uh, and this is a good one that can go in combination with number six. So number six was tell your partner exactly what you're going to do. Number nine is to visualize it. Uh, so this is also from the uh, the mental toughness checklist that I mentioned. Um, Steve Nash is one of the greatest free throw shooters of all time in basketball. And he would close his eyes and visualize every single free throw uh, before he shot. And visualization is a great technique. A lot of sports psychologists teach it. Uh, and you can do that, especially when you're serving. You can um, The serve is the shot that we have total control over. So if you can visualize yourself 
hitting that slice serve or hitting that body serve or flat serve, whatever it is you just told your partner you're about to do, um, then that can help you stay in the moment, focus. uh, And there's a lot of studies that prove it is more likely to help you actually execute the shot as well. So um, visualization is number nine. And number 10, uh, this one is a little bit cheesy, but I think it's real. I think it works. Uh, number 10 is to appreciate the moment, enjoy the opportunity, and be thankful. Um, anybody listening to this, I'm sure you're not getting paid to play tennis. Uh, this is something that um, I use almost every time I'm out there, at least at some point in the match. Um, just look around. Uh, I think another thing, this was from Jeff Greenwald. He said, look around and look at like a tree next to the court. Um, look at the sunshine. Uh, really just appreciate the opportunity that you are able to play tennis, enjoy the sport, have fun playing doubles with your friend or your uh, colleague or doubles partner, whoever it may be. Um, you get to uh, compete on a um, in a league or a tournament or whatever it, uh, whatever it is. Um, and just appreciate the moment because, uh, you know, not everybody gets to, to play tennis, um, uh, like you do. And, um, if you can be thankful and have gratitude, then it can help you, um, kind of release some of the tension, release some of the nerves and, uh, enjoy being out there more, which at the end of the day, that's, you know, we're not getting paid. So that's, that's what we should really be doing. So, um, that is it for this episode. Uh, I will link in the show notes again to the podcast episode on how to win more tiebreakers. Uh, I'll link to Jeff Greenwald. Uh, He has a website called fearlesstennis.com, and he has a couple of courses on there I believe that uh, you might want to check out. I'm not getting paid to mention that. Uh, And then Craig O'Shaughnessy and him put together that getting tight course, um, and I'll also link to my mental toughness checklist. So uh, again, if you're listening to this on Wednesday the 27th, uh, tomorrow the 28th at 1 p.m. Central Time. I have a doubles webinar with Craig O'Shaughnessy. I hope that you'll be able to register and join and watch it. Uh, We will be recording it as well, um, so be sure to sign up. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, will at thetennistribe.com, and I will talk to you next week. If you're a doubles player, you'll love our weekly strategy newsletter. Every Thursday, I send you my best doubles tips, tactics, and strategies that you can use in your very next match. And when you sign up, I'll also send you a free 20-page ebook that has my favorite doubles tactics for forcing errors and getting more easy volleys at the net. Go to thetennistribe.com newsletter to sign up now.